This week we're starting a new series, that, um, and it really is looking, as we have at Easter, looking at the story of Jesus. Now we're looking at the stories that Jesus told. One of the things that Jesus did often when someone would come to him and they'd ask a question or when he was trying to explain a difficult topic to his, to his followers, to his disciples, he'd say, well, let me tell you a story. Let me tell you what this is like. And so he'd use these kind of like things that were around them or stories that they were familiar with to help them understand these, these big concepts like the kingdom of God or uh, the way that God works in and through somebody's life or the way that justice works and, and all these kinds of things. And so Jesus would say, it's, it's kind of like this. Or let me help you understand by, by telling you a story story. As we start into this series, we're going to, over the next few weeks, really spend time looking at these stories. And then, and then together, as, as we gather in our small groups or we go about our days, we're going to look and say, so what is it that God wants to do in us as, as he's teaching us, as we listen to these stories echoing you know, across generations that have been preserved for us? What is it that, through this story, what is it that Jesus would, would want me to learn? What is it that, that he's trying to help me understand? And what is it that he's wanting me to do differently in response to what he's teaching me? And so this passage, the, 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 the starting point for the Jesus Stories series is uh, centered around a topic that, that Jesus often talked about. It's this idea of seeds. And I don't think uh, there's, there's a reason why Jesus spoke in terms of seeds. I don't think it's just that uh, he was in an agrarian society and talk, was talking to people who would have understood the world because they understood farming. But I think that when Jesus looked at the way the world is and he looked at what people would understand and then he looked at the reality of, of, of the kingdom, when he looked at the reality of the way that God works in our lives and through our lives, that, that it's so often wrapped up in this idea or it fits so cleanly within this idea of, of seeds. And seeds for me, as it's uh, maybe my own dialogue with Jesus as I spend time in, his, in, in, in the text and listening to his stories, the, the idea of seeds for me is frustrating. Because I, like a lot of us, maybe all of us, would, would prefer, if you're talking about a gift that's been given to us, or if you're talking about this, something that we've received, then, then maybe we would prefer to not just receive a seed, but, but we'd rather have a full-grown plant, right? We'd actually rather know that, that this thing is going to work. Right? We'd rather know that, that it's not just a seed that we have to wonder what, what the result's going to be, but, but we can look and say, well, it's, it's a plant, right? And not only is it a plant, it's a plant that's bearing fruit, or it's a plant that's, that's accomplishing the purpose that it's set out to accomplish, it was created to accomplish, without having to question, without having to have any kind of uncertainty that goes with it. The problem with seeds, uh, the frustrating thing about seeds is that um, there's so much about the seed, so much about the story of a seed that, that happens under the surface, that happens in, in a place where we can't even perceive, right? It's, it's under the surface of the soil that, that the seed is, is, is starting to do its work, that's starting to, to do what seeds do. And then it you know, becomes, and over time we're able to perceive what's happening. Um, the, the, the problem with seeds, another problem is that uh, we don't always know, unless we're like specialists or we understand specific types of seeds, we, we could receive a seed and we look at this and we say, well, I'm not sure what that's actually going to be. We don't know what the end result actually is. We, we see the seed, right? We see the start of a story. We see the beginning of a piece and we look at that and we say, but I just don't know what the outcome is. I just don't know where this is heading, that, that we don't know what's going to grow uh, from a seed. With seeds, it's, it's harder to, to start with a seed than it is to start with a full-grown plant or to, to start with a plant that's already started to grow. Um, if we were talking about gardening, it's, it's easier to start a garden with plants that we're kind of transplanting into a garden than it is to, to start with seeds and, and, and have all the uncertainty and the, all the pieces that are happening under the surface that come with that. That, that in so many ways, it's easier to, to plant a plant uh, that's already started, right? That's, that's already had, the, the, the roots have already been developed, there's already things that are happening, then, then it is to trust the process that comes with planting with seeds. 
And then when we talk about our spiritual lives, we talk about the kinds of seeds that, that God plants in our lives. We talk about the way that God operates in us and through us. When we're, when we're talking about seeds, the, the problem is we, we don't even always understand the purpose, right? We, it's like we've been handed seeds and we're looking at this and we're saying, so why is God doing this? Like, why is this moment happening the way that it is? Why is it that, that this situation has begun the way it is? Why is it that, that the story seems to be starting in this kind of way? What is this seed in my life for? And here we are holding seeds, looking at them going, I'm trying to make sense of the story. I'm trying to imagine the fruit that comes from this. I'm trying to understand the kind of the whole of the plant with, with only looking at the seed. And for us, as we try and navigate uncertain times, for us, as we, as we try and just navigate life in general, seeds are frustrating, right? We would rather have plants that we can trust, that, that have a sense of certainty, that, that have already started well. But then Jesus, as he's looking at his disciples, as he's looking at those who had gathered to listen, he says, so the kingdom... Right? If you want to understand the kingdom of God, he said it's, it's like seeds. And so we're going to look in, in Mark chapter 4 as Jesus is telling a series of stories. And, and it starts in, in uh, verse 26. We're going to start in uh, verse 26 of Mark chapter 4. And Jesus is talking about the way the world works, uh, the way, about the way God works, about the way God works in the world and the way that, that God works in us. And so he tells us a series of, of stories that, that center around or use the picture of a seed to help, to help his followers and to help those who are listening in understand what it is that he's trying to teach them. And so in verse 26 of, of Mark chapter 4, Jesus says this. Um, he also said, this is, this is uh, what the kingdom of God is like. A man scattered seed on the ground, and, and then night and day, uh, whether he sleeps or gets up, the seed sprouts and it grows, though he does not know how. And then all by itself, the soil produces grain, first the stalk, then, then the head, then the full kernel in the head. And as soon as the grain is ripe, he puts the sickle to it, because the harvest has come. And Jesus tells this story of a farmer, right? He's telling the story that it's, it's the perspective of, of the farmer, but it's understanding the seed. It's actually understanding the parts of the story that the, that the farmer wouldn't even be able to see yet. Jesus says there's the story of this seed that's been planted, and, and under the surface, all sorts of things are happening, right? That, that if the farmer's looking at the dirt, the farmer's looking in, in anticipation for what's going to happen. He's looking and, and seeing almost nothing happening. But under the surface, there's, there's all sorts of things happening, that, that the seed is beginning to break open, that the seed is, is beginning to send out its initial sprouts, and then, and then it says that the stalk begins to grow. And, and it's this story, as Jesus tells it, he says, look, that there is this whole process that's happening. It's, it's a hidden kind of process and, and a process that if you're a control freak, you have no control over. And you look at this and you look at the way the, the seed becomes grain. When you look at the way it goes from seed to, to something that's fulfilling its purpose and actually feeding people or, or bearing fruit in a, in a helpful kind of way. There's so much about the story that happens before, the, the, before that stalk ever breaks the ground. There's so much that, that happens in the story before it, before it ever begins to make sense what's actually happening in the story, before the purpose is fully revealed. That there is this quiet, hidden work that's happening under the ground before the farmer can perceive it, before we can perceive it, that, that it takes time. Right? And Jesus says the kingdom is like that, that, that there is this, this thing that has been planted and it's beginning to grow and, and there's all sorts of things that are happening. The, the seed is breaking open and there's, there's all sorts of things that are happening in that seed, but, but yet it's not yet perceived. Yet the purpose hasn't fully been understood or hasn't fully been perceived. You see the blade begin to break through the ground, that, that there's something coming, right? Then, then the ear begins to show up, then, then, then there, that there's something that's, that's about to happen, that, that there's something that, that looks like grain, that there's some clarity in, in what's happening, and then the full grain, and then the ripe grain, and then, and then at just the right time, the harvest. 
Right, so Jesus is saying, here's this thing that's happening, this, this kingdom that's operating like this, this, this seed that's, that's going from seed to, to useful kernel to, to full grain that, that's, that's gonna provide, for, provide fruit for those around. And Jesus says it happens, so much of the process happens in hidden ways, so much of the process happens before clarity, so much of the process happens before the purpose is fully revealed. But he said at just the right time, right? The, the obedience, the response of the farmer to this process as it's, as it's played out in hidden kinds of ways, at, at just the right time, the farmer responds in just the right kind of way and, and harvests the grain. And then in verse 30, Jesus talks about another kind of seed. He says, and again, he said, as, as, as Mark records the story, what shall we say the kingdom of God is like or what parable shall we use to describe it? It's like a mustard seed, which is the smallest of all seeds on the earth, yet when planted, it grows and becomes the largest of all garden plants with such big branches that, that the, the birds can perch in its shade. And Jesus says it's, it's like this, that there's this, this tiny seed, right? This seed that, that may even seem like it's, it has no consequence. It may seem like it has such little potential because it's so tiny. It's starting so small. And yet Jesus says when that seed begins to take root, when that seed begins to fulfill its purpose, that, that it becomes something that, that doesn't just, just bear fruit, but it actually becomes something that, that has strong branches that can provide shelter for uh, the birds that have gathered around, that can provide shade for the other plants that are growing near it. That with Jesus, as he tells this story, he's talking about this seed that God has planted, this, this seed that's happening, and, and he's speaking in certain terms, right? If there's, the, the frustrating thing about seeds is that, is that there's uncertainty. The frustrating thing about seeds is that we don't always know what's going to happen or if, if it's even going to happen. Jesus says it's like this seed that's planted, this tiny seed. Um, which is the smallest of all the seeds, but when it's planted, it grows, right? When God does the planting, then, then the growth begins to happen. When God, when God is willing this to happen, then, then what happens is this mustard plant that, that grows with such big branches that the birds can perch in its shade. For Jesus to describe the kingdom this way would be radically countercultural. For, 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 because in that time, the culturally, kingdoms would be described as powerful trees that would be able to be seen from a great distance, that, that would be defined by the strength, by defined by, by the, the kind of the trunks and the, and the powerful presence that these trees would have. That, that if you were going to be leading a particular kingdom, that, that you would want that kingdom to be like a mighty oak or, or some powerful kind of tree, some strong kind of tree. And Jesus says the kingdom of God is different, right? The kingdom of God is, is, is not like this powerful, mighty tree that would be kind of like something that you would be in awe of when you see. But he says the kingdom of God is like this little seed that, that once it took root, once it, once it grew, once it showed up on the scene, was, was there for the purpose of providing shade, was there for the purpose of providing for uh, those around it. That it, it's, it exists for, for the protection and provision that the seed that, that Jesus is describing was planted for the purpose of caring for others. Right? So Jesus says the, the kingdom is like a seed. It's like a seed that, that grows in ways that we don't fully understand. It's, it's like a seed that grows, and when it grows and becomes fully what it, what it was intended to be, it, it's for the purpose of providing shelter and care for others, for, for those around it. And so we look at this and we say, so what does this mean for us? What does it mean for us as we try and navigate our way forward? What does it mean for us as, as maybe we take some time to listen and reflect to what, on, on what God is trying to teach us? And what, what we learn is that how God works in the world around us, right? The way the kingdom works in the world around us is the way that God works in us too. 
that we look and we hear these stories of seeds and we see this story where, where Jesus is, is describing this process that, that plays out that so much of what happens with seeds is happening under the surface. So much of what's happening with seeds is quiet. It's, it's this hidden kind of work for us to understand that the way that God works, if the kingdom appears in a certain kind of way in the world, then, then we shouldn't be surprised if, if God does his work in us in the same kind of way. So there's, there's this quiet work that happens. There's this, this process that plays out that, that there's all sorts of things that are happening before we even perceive that there's anything happening. There's all sorts of things that happen before we even have full clarity of what's going on, but we know that God's at work that God is quietly at work, drawing us to himself, doing, doing a transformational work in us, working like a seed works in the soil, right? Beginning to do what, what God does best, that, that God works in, in seeds, God quietly at work in our lives. He, he works in, in terms of branches where, where God works in us to provide for those around us, that, that what God does for us isn't just for our own sake, isn't, isn't just for our benefit, isn't just for our comfort, but, but it's for the sake of the world around us. And so God speaking, as Jesus saying, so, so this seed shows up, right? And, and it, what, what the fruit of that is, is these strong branches that provide shelter for these birds, that, that provide for those around it. And Jesus seems to be suggesting that, that what God does in us, that what God is doing, the way that God works is, is for the benefit of not just that particular person or that particular moment, but, but for, for the sake of those around, right? That, that God is providing for others through his work in us right before Jesus began to talk about seeds, right before he started talking about branches, he, he said to the disciples that, he said, do you bring a large, or do you bring a lamp and, and to put it under a bowl or a bed? He said, no, you, 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 don't, uh, you don't do that. You, you, you put it on its stand for whatever is hidden is meant to be disclosed and whatever is concealed is meant to be brought out into the open. In other words, when, when a lamp is lit, right? We start to talk about purpose and we start to talk about the way that God works in us. It's, it's seeds, it's, it's God quietly at work, it's branches, it's God providing for those around us, not just for our own sake, but for the sake of those who would gather near us, who, who would benefit from God's work in our lives. And Jesus says, and it's like a lamp, right? That, 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 that the light would shine, that, that God does this work, not just for, for our own sake, but for the sake of those around us, that, that if God is going to bring a lamp, if God is going to light a lamp, if God's going to light us up, it's for the purpose of, of bringing him glory and for helping other people see him more clearly seeds, branches, and light. What God does in us, what, what, what's done eventually bears light. And so for us, maybe it's, it's time that we stop worrying so much about the way seeds work. For some of us, we're walking through situations in our lives when, when for us to understand the way God works, to understand it's, it's like seeds because we're, we're sensing that God is at work. We're sensing that God is doing something, but, but we can't yet sense what that is, that, that we're looking at this and we're saying, God, I wish you'd just give me the full plant. I wish you would just show me what the fruit of this is. And for us to listen to this story with the kinds of, kinds of ears that, that would say that, well, well it's, it's, it's God doing something. And for us to trust the process, for us to trust God at work, that, that just, the same God who, who grows a plant from a seed is, is doing something in us that, that operates in a similar kind of way. And so we look and we say, if God has placed a seed in our lives, that it's for a purpose, right? That, that there is a reason that God has done that. For Maybe it's for us or it's for others, or maybe it's just simply to bring God glory. But the reality is we, we don't get to choose the seeds. We don't get to decide what, what the process is. We don't get to, to, to determine what it is that God's doing. We don't get to choose the seeds. All we can do, right? 
All we can do is respond as God leads. All we can do is, is as God starts to do a work in us that, that we didn't then trust him and, and move obediently through a process, that, that we submit to the process and, and we trust God to provide the, the outcome and we trust God to, to give us the purpose that, that comes with all of that, to give us clarity, to help us understand what he's doing as we, as we walk through this process. For us to look at these stories and understand the way God works allows us to, to look at our own lives and, and understand the way, the way God works in our own lives too. So it's not like us uh, saying that well, we don't understand the way God works or God works in, in such mysterious ways. It's, it's Jesus across time and maybe speaking to us right now saying, this is the way I work. Right? There's so much that's quiet. There's so much that's hidden. And yet at just the right time. As that seed emerges, as the stalk begins to, to, to bear fruit, that, that at just the right moment, the, the purpose will be revealed. May we be a people. May we be a people who trust the process. May we be a people who, who get comfortable with the idea of seeds, not just in a general kind of way, but in our lives as well. Because if we can do that, then we can understand that, that what Jesus says is the responsibility in this passage is, is the responsibility to respond faithfully to what God is doing. May we be a people who see God at work, trust the process, and then respond in faithful obedience as he leads.